Hey guys. Hey everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. So with everything going on in the world, we just wanted everyone to know that we definitely feel your pain and we are going through it too. But we want everyone to have an hour a week to laugh, sit back with us, and just feel like you're talking to your girlfriend. So just relax and welcome to the You Think You Grown podcast. Yes, get a drink. If you need some candles, <laughs> some flowers, some anything. FaceTime your homegirl and just get chill. Right. So this week we are back with another letter. Yes, we need something. What you got? Yes. So we have one of our homegirls here and she says she needs a little bit of advice. She says, I've been date I've been using dating apps and trying to put myself out there, but I can't sim- seem to find any good men. They all either want a short, very short term commitment, or we're just not compatible. Can you girls give me some tips on how or where to meet a good guy these days? Girl, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I got this, oh, I was Lord. like, That's um, hard. yeah. Yeah. So I think um, it goes back to what we've said in previous episodes. I think you have to kind of now dig deep in your network mm-hmm. of friends and like say, hey, guys, I'm serious. This is what I'm looking for. And I'm just looking to go on a few dates. It doesn't have to be like my that guy, but I just want to put myself out there. Right. And I know I tell you this all the time and you don't agree with me, mm-hmm. but I feel like friends are the best people to help you find a relationship whether it's someone a friend of theirs or a co-worker or something right you have girlfriends around you and they know guys so why not connect them yeah i agree i think i think it's i don't know i feel like we all have this idea that we're gonna meet our husband while we're at jewel or at the grocery store uh, it happened right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it did happen for you yes. but that's because i yelled out the window right. and i was acting a fool <laughs> but i think like you really have to look yourself in the mirror and see what you're doing and what you have been doing and have an honest conversation with yourself and try something new. And maybe online right now isn't where your man is waiting for you. Right. I completely agree. I say if what you're doing isn't working or you're not attracting the kind of guy you're looking for, you have to change it up. Yeah. But I can get, I can feel her pain because look at outside right now. Like who's going out? Where are you going to meet anyone? So it has to be difficult, but there is someone, you know, that's out there that's waiting for you. So, you know, keep looking. Yeah. This is a really hard one because I'm technically single because I'm not married Mm -hmm. and, um, I feel your pain. Like it is, it's super lonely and it's hard to like, I don't know. Find new people to date, right? Right. But I want to go back to what you were saying just now, where you just said you're technically single because you're not married. That's a really controversial statement Mm -hmm. because many people feel like I'm taken if I'm in a relationship or I'm taken if I'm engaged. Why do you say 
that you're single until you're married? Um, because I feel like dating is the time to gather information, right? Mm-hmm. And to kind of build up this profile of of people. And then I think you kind of lay it all out and say, okay, this is what this person has presented. This is what I presented. Does Is this a fit to move to the next level? Right. So that's just how I feel. I feel like I'm not fully off the market until there's a wedding ring because... I mean, anything can happen. There's really very little commitment when dating. I completely agree. And I know that a lot of people feel like if we've been living together and together for X amount of years, it's like we're married. And Mm -hmm. I have to say, I completely disagree. Yeah, no. There's nothing like marriage out there. Yes, you could be playing house and all that, but for some reason, the minute you say those vows, things change and it's different. Right. And then I wonder if it's like, if it's a, a change within your mind too, because mm-hmm. there's so many women, like as soon as they get married, every other post, hubby this, hubby that. And I I'm like, know. girl, shut your ass up. <laughs> like, like, we don't I'm care. I'm not jealous, but I'm like, girl, <laughs> we get it. We right. saw the pictures. We know. Exactly. So, but I mean, not I just even think, is that a that. mental thing? Like you, like. How was your transition from when you were dating and then you became a wife? Like It felt heavy. Okay. Like, like a lot of responsibility? Heavy? Yeah. I felt like, for me, and I don't know why I felt this way, um, I felt like a wife had these duties, you know, and I wanted to be perfect this, perfect that. And I put a lot of pressure on myself and I didn't like feel like I could relax and be happy until we had a conversation where it was like, why are you changing? Why are you doing all this stuff when, you know, I loved you then. That's why I married you. So you yeah. don't need to do all this stuff. And it was like a big, like, woo-saw moment where it was like, oh, you know, because I was just trying to be perfect. Yeah. And I think a lot of people try to, like, be perfect as a wife and they just, they're not themselves. And I think that's where the trouble exactly. happens because then you start being someone you're not and... Yeah, because our biggest fear is failure. You know, no one wants to be the one to get divorced or all of that. But if you're unhappy, you do what you got to do. Yeah, and I I really want us to start being comfortable with with finding your happiness and being, it's okay if something doesn't work out. Yeah. It's totally okay, but I think it's more important to have the discussion and bring the issues forward and make it a healthy choice. Yeah, and we need to tune into ourselves more as women and stop trying to really make everyone else happy and forgetting about ourselves. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Yep. I do that a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. So, girl um, who needs advice, I'm sorry if we didn't give you too much. Um, We're still trying to figure out life ourselves. Yeah. So just hang in there and know that you are not alone There are a lot of people still dating and looking for Mr. Right. And don't try to hold on to any timeline about Mm -hmm. when you should be married or you should do this and that because it'll come when it's supposed to. Yeah. For me, I would say just kind of change up your scenery and um, tap into your networks and see who's out there and just go on some casual dates and even maybe change up your thought process of the wording that you're saying. You're saying, I can't meet anyone or it's impossible and all these things you might want to switch up the way you think about dating and then try to see if you can um, attract new energy and also someone once asked me if I would date myself and my personality Mm. and that's something good to think about too where it's like if you're reading your dating profile let's say is that you or is that a representative you 
who do you is that who you want to be you know mm-hmm. like definitely play it that way because you see all these profiles and they're like, I love long walks and yeah. love to read all the stuff. Oh, and then the person meets you and you're nothing like that. Yeah. Don't try to conform to be someone else. Nope. Just be you. Because I think when you're authentic and you're you, you're, you're never on stage. Like yep. you're just being you and the, and the, and you're a person will just attract to that. Yeah. So. And it's a breath of fresh air for everybody where it's not all the same cookie cutter stuff you're reading every day. Yep. Good you luck. got this girl. Yeah. Call us when you find your man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are talking about um Oh yeah, so, Rebecca Cole. Yes. So there's this woman, Rebecca Lynn Cole, on Instagram, and I've been like stalking her Instagram. I love it. She's so good. She was like a relationship coach and like expert and just like helped a lot of people find love and the people that she was matching up were like people of high network like she worked with like high well men or whatever and now she's um like a millionaire coach so she she just has like a really cool background and she had some really interesting topics that me and Megan were going back and forth about yes and- we did not agree y'all <laughs> and I was like girl we got to we got to bring this to the podcast I even posted on Instagram I was like yo like this woman is speaking some facts and maybe yeah. So one let's I'm going to start with the first one that really got my attention. She said successful men are not looking for successful women. And her reasoning is because she feels like they are not looking for like to be in competition with the woman. So what do you think? Do you agree? I'll let you go first and plead your case. Okay. So I think successful men look for peace and they look for someone who can balance them out Mm -hmm. right yeah and I think um I'm not gonna say they don't look for successful women I think they look for something that's just that seems easy because I think if they're very successful their jobs probably require a lot of their time and their energy and now they just want something where they can kind of let their hair down so if you're that if you come in that form I don't see why they wouldn't, but I feel like, yes, they'd be attracted to someone who really doesn't have that much going on because they have more time to be flexible and fit in their lives as needed. I can see your perspective on that. And just to let everyone know, we're not talking about all men. We're just saying a percentage of men. Um, But for me, I don't see that. I would have to disagree. Mm -hmm. I have seen in my life that many successful men are looking for someone who understands their lifestyle and their behavior. So they're looking for a a successful woman Mm -hmm. who has the drive that they have and who is earning the income that they have and they just match each other's hustle. Personally, I've seen that more in like relationships of like people with a little bit more, I don't don't know, culture, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like I would say like, some of my friends that are Nigerian or Ghanaian, mm-hmm. they are like all about like, oh, I'm going to be a doctor. My wife has to be an engineer. Like, you know, we right. want to build this legacy. And right. not to say they're the only people, but there's that's what comes to mind first. And then I think of like my old school black families that are like, you know, we went to Howard or I went to FAMU and now we want to create this legacy for our kids. So I think, um, but our millennials right now, I think they're really about like, I just want to get where I want to go. And then whoever fits in the puzzle fits. Right. I just think I 
don't like the concept of someone who is successful, meaning like a woman, Mm -hmm. doesn't have peace or doesn't bring the man peace. Mm -hmm. Because just because she is working hard, just like you, doesn't mean when you come home, it's not a peaceful place. Right. I mean, I I get that, but I feel like when you're... And we're talking about high success. Yeah, we're, we're talking, talking about like millionaires. About, yeah, we're talking about like someone who owns like a Fortune 500 company right. and all this. And so when I look at those kind of women, and a lot of them sometimes are my clients, and I look at the amount of stress and, you know, and then they still have to be a perfect wife and they still have to be a perfect mother and then they still have to hold the hat of their business. And then, you know, they still have to take care of themselves. So I think it's a lot of layers. And I think that's when I think we've talked about this in the past about like having a partner who's an equal or someone who can compliment you, excuse me, um, comes into play because now with with all that, you need someone who's just going to say, babe, like I'm here for you. And that can really be here for you. Not like I'm here for you, but I have a conference call in an hour. But think about it though. But he has that conference call as well, probably. So it's him understanding like she is there for you and you guys have your time that you, you know, carve out where it's about the two of you and you can have your time together and that's fine. But I am looking at it from the perspective of men who have control in a relationship Mm. are more likely the ones who are going to get bored. If she is at home and just taking care of the house and becking on your needs or whatever, bringing you lunch, whatever she's doing, don't you think that those type of men are the type of men that cheat? I think... Like, think, if you think about it. Okay, but I just think men cheat because, for for a number of reasons. I don't think it's just because of that. I think it's boring. I th- the, In my opinion, it's like the lore is gone. He knows that he can do whatever and she'll more than likely stay because mm-hmm. she's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see an allure for a man when... Everything is just there for them. Mm -hmm. There's no chase. There's no thrill. There's no anything. You have her. She's not going anywhere. Yes, she's pretty. Yes, she has a great body. But what else? You know, where's the attraction coming from besides that? Well, so that's what I'm thinking. I think that if if he's a high roller and he's doing all these things, when he comes home, he just wants something simple, I think. Maybe. Something that's not too complex. Something that he doesn't... I mean, he's done the chase already because he got her, right? But I'm saying at this point, it's just kind of like, okay. I just don't feel like... From what I'm envisioning by what you're saying, she brings nothing. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think peace is a lot. But a that's saying that someone who is working in that same type of position as a woman doesn't bring peace. I'm not saying that a woman who's busy and who's like, who's has like a lot is not going to bring peace. But I just think that, think about it. Like for me, I I feel like you have a lot to unpack. And so sometimes you could be probably a ticking time bomb. Come on now. Like, let's be real. Yeah. But they typically don't run together where you're going through a big issue at your job. And so is she, you know, like look at it right now. We're in a pandemic. Everybody, everybody. And so you can relate. So if he's like, babe, I have to stay at work till nine. She's not like, seriously, I've been waiting for you all day. No, she's like, I get it. I'm probably going to stay late at the office, too. Mm, that doesn't feel realistic to me. I'm sorry. I disagree. 
That sounds like a movie. Also, going back to my point, though, research (laughs) shows that the more power someone has in a relationship, the less committed he is to it. Mm. So I think that kind of proves my point that he going to be cheating. (laughs) Girl, you better get some power. Right? (laughs) Better get some power. Okay, so we're done with that one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It says what she also brought up a point about, like, that men would sleep with anything or anyone. Okay, and how do you feel? No, how do you feel? What do you think? I think absolutely not. Like I was just saying, men, yes, initially they go for attraction. Mm-hmm. They want the pretty girl that's across the room and, you know, that's what they're going for. But past that, you have to, it's the thrill of the chase. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you went up to a guy and was like, come here, come, you can have me now, he would be soft. nobody wants you know you don't want something that that's easy like you just lay down and you're like here you can have it right he wants to feel like he caught you he caught something that was like desirable caught sounds a little weird like well you know i'm saying like he got the prize you know he worked for it and he got the prize and it's exciting no one wants something that's just super easy yeah but i mean that that doesn't speak to what she's saying. I think she's saying like a girl that looks like anything, like any looks like a, she's not a dime. She's like a five. Like he's going to sleep with any type of chick. And I think, Mm. I think so. Yeah. Like I think in private, like guys are going to mess with whoever, you know, is going to get it done. I mean, you do hear about, you know, people like playing for hookers and yeah, but like, like I know a lot of guys, like, and I think they have not always slept or been with, like, girls who are, like, top-notch. They've just, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I think that guys just do what they want to do. I don't think it matters. I guess. I mean. They might not marry that girl. They not going to have her out in the streets with right. them. But they going to sleep with whatever they want. Well, I guess if the girl agrees with it, whatever. That's a damn shame, though. Yeah. They be out here with these roaches. I don't want to be, you know, like, (laughs) damn, for the girl who's just a whatever. And you're like, I just needed to get this off. And then that also, like, kind of messes up that girl. Because if you're like, and I think Rebecca Cole mentioned this, too. She was like, if the girl is, like, a five and she's sleeping with, like, I don't know, a billionaire or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now she thinks she got billionaire pussy. Like, girl, no, you don't. Like, he just Uh, Yes, you do. (laughs) He had a moment. Listen, if you get a job that pays you a million dollars, are you going to apply for a $30,000 job after you leave that one? No, you're not. Hell no. So I need to make that million dollars, okay? (laughs) But I'm saying, if you didn't reap any benefits of that. That's on my resume. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) No, dog. Like, yeah, but I get it. It's it's hard to go back. But you don't have to go back because not every millionaire ain't going to be messing with that. Well, you know what? He shouldn't have got now me a couple of Now the price went up and now ain't no buyers. <laughs> right. She better hope she got something out of it. I'm just Girl. saying. Girl. I just, I'm dead. I was like, wow. And then she also talks about like, you know, like the cookie cutter look. Right. And so yes. like, do you believe guys go after a cookie cutter look of a woman when they have money? Yes, absolutely. Mm. What's she look like? I don't want to be the one. (laughs) Well, I think there's two. I think Mm -hmm. there's the millionaires, the people with money. And then I think there's the Instagram, the musicians, the what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. If I'm talking millionaire, it's they're usually white 
and mm-hmm. blonde and skinny and you know like yeah that's yeah. what they look like uh maybe a sports illustrated model or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. and if we're talking social media they're all like fair skinned and have long hair and i'm putting that in quotes <laughs> and you know good bodies maybe big butt and thighs you know yeah. and a flat stomach yeah because when we look at these rappers all they, they girlfriends look like Lori Harvey. They and all the look the damn same. Uh, the girls she be with. Yeah. They I all look remember. the same. They all look the same. I feel like people are going to the doctor saying, I want to look like her. Because they yeah. all look like clones of each other. Yeah. It's pretty boring to me. It like, is. Y'all don't, these guys don't get bored. You would think. And it's like, it, they all seem to hang out together. So I guess they're similar. So it's like you're going from one to the other. What's the difference? Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, this lady is very adamant that guys go for looks like, like Which your body everyone type, does. your style. Like. Everyone does initially. Mm-hmm. You don't go and talk to the ugly dude in the room. You're, yeah. You gravitate towards the one you're yeah, attracted but, to. Th- but listen, like, I think we'll talk to a guy who's like, who is just like an average body. Like, he don't have that no six pack. But these guys are like, mm-hmm. uh-uh, I want to see your waist. Like, you got a small waist and this and that. Like. Yeah, I feel it's just like that whole I'm not going below a certain standard. If you've had it, mm-hmm. you're only looking for that now. Right. Yeah. And I also see that with celebrities too, though, where they will be in a long-term relationship with someone mm-hmm. and then they become famous and they go for that white blonde hair, skinny girl, and that's the person they marry. Why do you think that is? White blonde hair? Ooh. Like you see football players mm-hmm. and basketball players. Mm-hmm. They're the ones... Going I feel the like life. they after the light skinned girls with the uh the I mean now, but girls. some of them are are married. Like a lot of football players yeah. are married to these white women. A lot of them are married to black women too, but you just don't see them. Right. Why? Shit, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. No clue. I just I don't know them, so Yeah. I just wonder why that is where you could have been you know, like dating someone for a long time and then you become famous all of a sudden and completely change who you are and who you're looking for. But I think sometimes when um, when you when you elevate, the old you kind of has to die in order for the new you to come through. And I'm not saying like you got to be brand new because you got money now. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like you couldn't have been the person that you are with your old self. But that's how you got there. No, you use that as a stepping stone to step out. So that's like me saying, okay, you live in the hood or wherever, and you're not really making anything happen for yourself. You have to let that part of you die, mm-hmm. but you have to use that as a stepping stone to get to where you're going. But that doesn't mean you have to be that person, you know what I'm saying, to keep leveling up. Like, of course, a part of you will still be there. Right. But a new you has to come with you know, with all this perseverance and just being strong to get through it. Like you can't be your same person. I agree because with more money and fame comes more responsibilities Mm -hmm. as well. And people that you might've grown up with don't see that. They just see, oh, he's acting brand new, but you have to adjust to your environment. Right. And then I think what happens is, okay, you've dated these kind of people all your life. Now you're open to a whole new room of people because your money has given you access now. But then so I just... now you want to try it. Right. That's what it seems like to me. It doesn't seem that you necessarily, that's what you want for your end goal. And then you might get stuck in one of these situations with like, you know, a kid or right. whatever, you know, gets you caught up in there. But 
Um, I think I think it's a a thing of trying things out. I think even Nick Cannon talked about this, and he got a lot of flack for it. I'm not really sure on what it was, but. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, I think it's just a curiosity thing, and it's a thing of you weren't able to have this at a point, so now you're you're so excited, right? But then looking from the woman's perspective, who's been there along on the journey, I just feel bad that it's like I helped you, I was with you shooting in the gym, you know, and then now you're curious. Like, yeah. how is that fair to me? Yeah, I I completely agree, and I've been there, but I realized that. You know, at this point in my life, I don't want to be shooting in the gym with nobody because for that exact point, because you grow and then a small part of your old self dies and you're no longer right. really interested in in that part. And I mean, yes, you have love for the person and you, you probably have a lot of respect for them for being there with you, but now you want to move on to a different phase of your life. I think that's what happens. Like Pat and I were just talking about today, like... Our generation, they don't want to build with anybody anymore. No. They want someone who's built already. Yeah. They want a man who is established in his career mm-hmm. and who does have his stuff together. For that reason. <laughs> right. But why do you think it's so different now, though, than it has been? I think because now I feel like so many people have access to becoming great. And, yeah, true. And like at first it was just like people were becoming successful like it would take so long, but now like people are able to build who they want to be in like 5 years or whatever and it's just more people. Yeah. I and I think not only that, but because we are getting married and being more serious later in life mm-hmm. that I'm not going to be 30 looking for a man who's going from job to job. Yeah. You know, I feel like that time has passed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really think we're looking for things that can complement us. And if it doesn't align with what you're doing, it makes no sense to do it. Right. That's how I feel. If it doesn't align, like if, if it doesn't align with what I'm working on, then I don't really want no part of it. But going back to the successful men and who they're dating, do you think successful women have a cookie cutter type of guy that they look for? I think successful women try to, to date successful men. Like they and what do look they for. look like, though? If we were talking about a typical successful woman, what kind of man is she marrying? What does he look like? Do we have one? Because I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think all girls and women kind of want a taller man with like sure. a more athletic body. Not saying he has to be an athlete, but I'm just right, saying right, right. like athletically built, like like damn muscles. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what girls want or women. I don't know. I hear a lot of them want the bigger guys though. The yeah. I like bears. The yeah. <laughs> like you want to feel like so little around them yeah, and right. they feel so strong. So yeah. like you gotta be at least like six, five and just, kind of fat because yeah. I'm a thick girl I can't be with no skinny guy no more like woo. and I don't want someone prettier than me someone who's gonna take longer to get ready because yeah. they're looking in the mirror trying to get themselves together like no yeah I think with me and my ex we were both like very good looking people and tall and so like every time we walk into a room people would try to figure out like who they want to compliment first for sure and it happens <laughs> all the time they're like oh my god you got look at him look at you and I'm like no, yeah. it's about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys were definitely a statement for yeah, sure. It was cool. Yeah, but, but yeah, I now can my husband he got to be kind of ugly. I don't want nobody looking at my man. <laughs> Girl, it's all about the chase, you know. <laughs> I don't want nobody chasing. <laughs> you I'll also don't him. want a man that nobody else wants. Why not? Because then, why do you want him? 
Because I want him because he aligns with me. I don't want nobody with my man. I guess. You want somebody to want Patrick? It's, yeah. I mean, I mm-hmm. would never, I would hate to be like, if everyone was like, oh my God, he's awful. Then it's like, shit, is he awful? No, shit. No, 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 no. Like, damn. I'm not saying like he's <laughs> awful, like an awful guy, but yeah, I guess you do want your partner to be desirable, but I don't think, not too You don't much. want them to act on it now. You don't want people like in their DMs every day. They're making their head big. Cause like, think about it. Like all these women who are like on these shows, like housewives and stuff, mm-hmm. their husbands seem like they were lames before. And then boom, they got a little fame and now their husbands is like cheating on them and stuff. Right. So, I mean, I think I would just want somebody in the middle. I want someone who is desirable, but he only got eyes for me. Period. Yes. Exactly. I'm with that. I agree. Yeah. He could be super desirable, but as long as he act like I'm the best thing since sliced bread, yep. don't care. Exactly. Yep. So what else does this girl say? Mm. This woman. This woman, she's good. I mean, some of her Instagram clips, I'm like, damn, girl, you got me <laughs> right there. <laughs> um. Oh, she also said something that I think me and you talked about, and you're like, you disagree. Mm-hmm. She said, men don't look for a power couple. That's a woman thing disagree um so i mean we kind of talked about that but i think like when you say it in the sense of power couple i think that is a woman thing like when you say the word power couple well yeah 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 no guy's gonna be like we're a part of a power couple like that's weird but i feel like men want to um tell other people about their woman they want to brag on them and all that and if they don't have nothing going on what are you bragging about oh she looks so good like come on yeah I don't know. I think it depends on the stature of the guy and, and what what his lane is. If like your man is a CEO of a company and he wants to like brag about his wife who has a PR firm or whatever, I think yeah. it just depends on his stature, like what he does. But I think a man will find a way to brag about their wives regardless. They will, especially position. if they're a good man. Yeah. But I think that many people want someone to match their hustle and that's what they're looking for. Someone who is aligned with them in many ways and work being one of them. Yeah. I don't know. I think y'all need to let us know. Yeah. What you we'll think. need to know. I want to know y'all's thoughts. Um, and this kind of like, she didn't talk much about this, but I know me and you talked about it. It's like, what do you think about working with your spouse? I think it's a hell No. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Why do you say no? I say no because I think um, work is a time to like separate yourself mm-hmm. from your relationship. It's like your time out um, and you can kind of decompress at work and, you know, you yes. pick up different things at work. And then when you come home, you're like, you, you can shut it off. Right. But if you work together with your spouse, it's like, when do you shut it off? And even if you do, I feel like you're still laying next to each other like, damn, she didn't answer these emails and now I got to do it in the morning. Exactly. You're thinking about it. Yep. Or like if, you know, if invoices aren't sent out and then that means you're not getting any money, then it's like, okay, we're not going to be able to pay these bills. And so I just think it's good to separate it because it's just healthier. It just seems. Yeah, I completely agree for Several reasons, but like you said, one, um, it can cause arguments. If you argue at work, you're probably going to bring that back home. And that's, you know, not what anybody wants. But also because you're probably a different person at work. Like for me, 
I am completely different at work than I am at home. Like, that's the office. I cannot cuss anybody out or right, you know like right. i am completely different there and i like that separation mm-hmm. and also if i'm stressed or want to talk about it then he is you know like clean ears where he has no idea he can be unbiased and you know really reason with me if i'm talking to you about my argument with you you can only see your side pretty much yeah so that's a definite no. And we all need our space. Yes. I want the car ride to my job to be alone. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, like I want to be apart so that I can appreciate you more when we're together. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I think the time apart is very necessary. Um, let's see. I think that's really all that I have from her, but I did have like a question about like dating and like, like, timing like how long is too long how long should you date a guy before you need to say what's what are we doing here Mm -hmm. how old are you it all depends if you're early 20s i say dating someone for over two years i say two two and a half years is like okay then we can get engaged whatever if i'm 30 you better figure it out in a year yeah like, what do you need more time I, I really for? I can't. I, I can't. Get, I can't give nobody no year right now. Yeah, Sorry, I feel like you should be able to figure this out. <laughs> well, well, well. You need some time because we all bring a representative, right, into the that's early stages. Yep. But how long is your representative there? What do you think? Um, for guys and girls. So I think the representative for both parties is around for about six months. I got to say, I think for women, it's a little bit longer for women. Yeah. I think a lot of women struggle with this thing of this notion of trying to be the woman that guy needs or wants. They try to figure out what the guy's looking for and morph to that. Yeah. And then, so the problem becomes like, you get tired of putting on this show. Yeah. And you know, especially like the girls who like, I remember we watched some movie and the girl was like doing her hair and makeup every night before bed. Girl, yeah. bye. Stop. Shoot, I'm getting into bed with my <laughs> scarf, my nappy edges, like exactly. whatever it is, like you don't have to take it. Not always, but for the most part, you're going to have to understand this is who I am. And, and I want someone to fall in love with me for everything that I am. Right. Because eventually that will end and then what? You want him to break up with you. If he didn't like the real you, he's going to break up with you now six months down the line and yeah. when you could have figured it out after date two. Yeah. That's so, a waste of your time. Yeah, I think them representatives be out here lurking. But guys too, though, mm-hmm. they send their representative. They do. And when do you think they kind of drop that and start being the real them? I think it has a lot to do with trust. I think a lot of guys... I honestly have trust issues. That's what makes That's them so wild to me. What do you have to not trust about women when women get done dirty so often? They do. But I think guys have like something in their heads that like they shouldn't trust. And that's why they do the things that they do. That's what I think. In my opinion, many men have FOMO. Mm-hmm. They will love a girl to death, but they're afraid that one day the perfect woman is going to walk by and they're going to miss out. So they don't want to fully commit. Really, That's how I feel. It's like Mm. you're with this girl. You love her. Mm -hmm. You could have even had children with her. Why not commit? What are you waiting for? Yeah. I think that, I think it has to do with self. 
I think I don't think it has mm-hmm. to do with um, you know finding someone else. I think that they're not secure with themselves. I think it could be confidence thing. I can I think it can Probably. be a lot of things that they're lacking within mm-hmm. that they can't even accept that someone loves them the way they are. Yeah. So or maybe they've just never seen it. They've yeah. never had people around them who were committed and don't really know what commitment looks like. Yep, I agree. Trust. Yeah. You can't trust it if you don't, you know, if you never had it, if you don't, you know what I mean? Right. So you said that a year for you is a long time now. Yep. But we have the, we took out those six months for their representatives. So Mm -hmm. you think that you can fully know someone enough to marry them or get engaged, right? You were Mm -hmm. saying get engaged Mm -hmm. after a year. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, okay, within six, within two months you should know if this is someone you would want to see a future with or you can see or if you like can when you see, think about right. it yeah you should be like okay this guy is this and that whatever right but in two months we see a future with his representative okay right. and then i think you just kind of like you're kind of chipping back at it and then by then you should start seeing some warning signs something should start presenting itself within them six months that tells you to go or stop right Okay, so we're at 8 to 12 months now, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in love. His representative's gone. Yours is gone, too. Mm-hmm. But he's not... He knows what you want because I hope all women are laying it out there now and stating their expectations mm-hmm. from the front. So he knows you want to get married, but he's not bringing it up. At what point do you have that conversation like, hey, we've been dating for this amount of time. At what are your point, intentions? At that point. When you first think of it. Okay, so I think when you first start dating someone, they should know, hey, you know, not saying, oh, this is my time limit. You got six months. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. I think it should be like, hey, you know, this is this is my these. Here are my goals. This mm-hmm. is what I'm looking to do within the next three years. And when do you do that? Date one, two, three. What? No, no, no. I think you should hmm, maybe date two. Okay, and if they run, then they're not for yeah, you. Yeah, because I think day one is, is just really getting to know each other. Yeah, like, yeah. Whatever, whatever. And then two or three, I would say, because you're kind of just getting your footing with someone, and you kind of want to hear them. You don't want to sound like someone crazy, like, I'm trying to get married tomorrow. Right. Um, but I think it's, I think you should really put it out on the table what you're looking for so that if it doesn't align with what they're looking for, then you can just leave it from there. Right, and don't waste any more time. Yeah, so... I think at the eight month mark, shoot, if you ain't talking about nothing, if I'm talking about leaving, if you really want me, you're going to find a way to make sure that I don't go anywhere. Okay. So we talk about it eight months and he's like, I hear you, you know, whatever. I love you. I want the same things. Okay. So now you're past a year now. You passed your, your anniversary, whatever. And when do you have that second talk? If he has not. There's no second talk. There's no second talk. At this point in my life, there's no second talk. It's just kind of like... Um, but after that eight months, so how much more time are you giving then? I mean, I think it's it depends on the situation. I can't tell you, oh, I'm only going to give two more weeks. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. But I'm saying, like, I think you can feel it out. Like, one thing that you have to understand with dating, especially now, it's all about action. It has nothing to do with words. People can tell you anything, girl. Right. And they yeah. are not going to show up and be the person you need them to be. And if he doesn't want to get his shit together and show up, bye. Somebody else will. But and maybe they he's don't, working oh well. on it and he's in the process. It Girl, just takes longer he'll than speed you. speed up that process when he see you packing up. 
No, for real. I think for everyone, I think that's true. T for men too, and I honestly, I'm not giving them like a pass or anything, but it's really important that they truly are ready, which is why they're the ones to propose. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I completely. I'm not saying rush anybody to be mm-hmm. ready, but if you have some things that you want to get accomplished, like if you want kids and right. you want certain things, you can't be sitting around pussyfooting with somebody who don't want to make up their mind. Yeah. And like you said, you could have said anything, but he could just be playing the waiting game yes. because he doesn't really want that, but yeah. doesn't know how to tell you. Exactly. And so many people do it. And then women be in a relationship. They were dating them when they were 29. Now they're 35 and they got nothing. Exactly. No, sorry, baby. So, yeah, I think everyone should go off action and not words because anyone can say anything to you. Yep. That's it. So I thought that was really interesting. What is her name again? Her name is Rebecca Lynn Pope. You can find her on Instagram just like that, Rebecca Lynn Pope. Of course, she would have my name. Yes, of course. (laughs) You Rebecca's. I know. Us Rebecca's, we don't play. And she don't play. Like, and it's cool because I think she was married and then she got divorced and now she's found her soulmate and then, you know, and they're doing this thing together. The oh, coaching that's thing so interesting. Like, yeah. Giving out podcast stuff. So she's definitely someone to check out. Yes, definitely. So as we segue over to our what we're loving section, mm-hmm. Rebecca, yep. you try anything new this week that you like? Um, oh my God. So I don't really try nothing new, but... I did uh, sneak in the mall real quick and try to see what was what was going on with the racks. And I went to Express mm-hmm. and I got a shirt for six dollars. Okay. Yes. You always come through with the sales. Girl, I don't know. I'd be attracted. I'd be like, Lord, you know my pockets. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. And the shirt was so cute. Like it was originally like $50. Mm-hmm. And then I think they had like uh, 60% off. And then, of course, I always have like points and stuff at these stores. And so right. by the time they use my points and stuff, my shirt was $6. That's dope. I was like, thank you very much. You know, I have not been to a clothing store since COVID. Yeah. I'm shook. Like, it's like, where's the online option? Because if there's not, I'm not going. I feel like my body style does not allow me to shop online because I'll be pissed. Yeah, for me, I order every single thing I want, mm-hmm. and then I try them on, and what I don't like, I send back. Like, yeah, literally, it's like that. a closet. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> even I mean, with things. I think the risk of getting COVID from a shirt or something in the mall yeah. is very low. Yeah, it's the people, I think. Yeah, but I mean, you're social distancing. You got your mask on. True, true, true. So I'm going to pick up what I need. I'll pick up a few things that I want and run out the door, and then you try it on at home. Right. And what you don't like, you just drop back off. I think this COVID thing has really made me and a lot of people in the world lazier, though. Like, I was telling you the other day, like, the drive up with the groceries, and they just Mm -hmm. put it in my trunk. I don't have to go in. Mm -hmm. Or you're driving to pick up different things. You know, everywhere now, you could just sit in your car, and people will just bring it to you. It's like, where are we getting up to walk to anymore? I feel bad for the people that's bringing it, because they be looking like they don't want to do that shit. Yeah, they're pissed. They throw that stuff in your trunk, and they just go. Yeah. Honestly, especially for groceries, I don't like people shopping for me because if I get home and I got some sour grapes or something, I'm going to be mad. I don't give a damn. 
honestly. Please mm. shop for me because I don't want to be in there. If you oh, shop for me, just give me some good produce. But I don't know. I don't trust it. Yeah. I find it to be easier as long as they actually get what I'm looking for. What are you loving? This week, I'm loving the... Um, I'm loving something for Pat. It is Miel Organics. They have, I think it's for your hair, but he's using it for his beard. Mm-hmm. He has a really coarse hair I'm texture. And he's been trying to get it under control for a minute. And so he ordered these like deep conditioners and all this stuff from their line. And it's really working. Oh my God, I love that company. And I actually met uh, the owners, Monique and her husband. How dope. And they actually work together as we we're talking about, you know, working in a business together. And, and they seem like really happy about it. And um, yeah, their company is growing. Yeah, it's awesome. I love supporting black-owned brands and ones that work. So yeah, if you need some hair care products, check their line out. Yes, Myel Organics. I'm sure she's available on Target, online, and everywhere, honestly, now. Exactly. So check it out. Yes. So in this um, TV section, I'm not even going to go to you anymore because mm-hmm. clearly you don't watch TV. I'm going to start. I'm going to start watching something. Maybe Netflix or something. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> we'll wait. But this week, um, I started a new show on Stars. It's called P Valley. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know what it's about, and I'm six episodes in. So what? it's about it's a stripper show. It's about these strippers who work at this um, strip club, mm-hmm. but it has all these like side stories about like the club shutting down and a woman who's being abused, and like I guess it's the backstory of what the strippers are really going through. Okay, but it's really graphic. Just okay. so you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it's really, really good. Like I am just going straight through it. What's so, your favorite part right now? Right your now, storyline. It's a storyline with this one stripper who um, she I don't know how she's getting this money, but she keeps getting nine thousand dollars like every day from um from somebody. We can't see their face in the show, and I don't know what she's doing for it. What's happening? She just keeps um bringing in fake IDs and getting all this money, and I just want to know what's going on. Mm. Okay, I might have to tune in. Where is that? It's on Stars. Oh, yeah, so that's for the rich people. Stars is not a premium channel, I don't think. Is it? I don't know. I don't think. I Nothing think so. good comes on there. I don't know there. if I had Stars. Should I have Stars? I don't feel like anything really yeah, good comes on Yeah, maybe it's been there. that long since I had cable. Because when cable was, when I had cable, I was like, eee. Yeah. Stars was like. I don't know, but you can get my login. <laughs> But yeah, check that out. And I haven't watched it yet, but the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills um, yes. I need to finale just came on, and I heard it's juicy. Yes. I like their drama. Like, their storyline is always really good. How you feel about Garcelle being on there this year? What you think? You know, I only saw, like, one episode. I need to let, sit down and really watch before I give my advice, but she's a Haitian sister, so right? let me see what sock passe. Hello. I liked it a lot, and they needed a black person. Yeah, they did. That was so overdue. How rude of them. Exactly. And I feel like she was the best because she didn't let nothing slide. But is she a housewife? Is she a wife? No. But... So why would they portray a black woman that's not a wife? But um, in basketball wives, Mm -hmm. who was married? Shawnee. She's um, divorced. 
No, at the time when they first started, it, I oh. think she was married. Oh. Um, that girl, Brandy Maxill, was married to her husband, still is. Uh, Yeah, but he's been cheating on her a whole night. Next. Okay, but all the athletes <laughs> cheat. They all cheat. Um, they were all like, uh, what's that girl? They all was married. Oh. Even well, that girl, what's, what's her name? Who? Which one? The one who got her body done in Atlanta. Her husband was from here. She used to live here in Chicago. I feel like all the people that I think about, because I haven't watched Basketball Wives since season one, and it was like Evelyn wasn't married, Jennifer wasn't married, um, Tammy wasn't married. It's like, they was all entangled, okay? I guess so. But, um, I mean, the wives who married to them and their husbands making good money, their husbands ain't going for that shit. They ain't going on TV. Exactly. Okay? So. So, either way, I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's good. But I also heard that she's going to be now a co-host on The Real. Who? Uh, Garcelle. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's making moves in Hollywood. Exactly. So, you think she'll be a good fit? I think so. She seems like she talks shit. I don't like, think so. Really? I don't. I know that these women are in their like upper 30s, 40s, and stuff, but... I feel like it's kind of a young show, and I don't know if that's what they want it to be, but I think it's definitely for the 18 to 35 demographic, and I think she kind of... Is up there? She's... Yeah, she's up there, and I don't she know if she can... Status. Right, if but she'll I be able to relate. But I get that from that lady, uh, the dark-skinned one. What's her name? Lonnie? Yeah. Well, yeah, she's like she's the mom of the show. Do we need two? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like, I mean, where like, are we going? We really don't need someone immature on there. Like, no. We do need a, a mature perspective to banter with True, Auntie. true. That is true. Because so. sometimes, like, that show got really, like, gimmicky and yeah. jokey. And I just feel like it's heading for, like, the view status, you know, where it's like a, huh. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I stopped tuning in a long time ago. But, I mean, versus, I guess they're they're making it happen. They're trying. I mean, they're Emmy Award winners, so something's working. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, girl. But before we get out of here, I always have my question of the week. Question, question. So, you guys, my question is, what's something you may have taken for granted pre-pandemic that you promise to never take for granted again? Mm. Thoughts? I have a couple. Okay. Um, one, like a less serious one is like going to restaurants. Yes. Y'all, I love me a good snackity snack. I used to always try new restaurants all I the love time, that. Mm -hmm. especially in Chicago because we have the best restaurants downtown. And honestly, I just tried, um, uh, RPM on the water. Yeah. I just saw that. Yeah, it was so good, but it was just like, <sighs> is it seafood? What is it? It's seafood. It's a seafood restaurant. Okay. But I just feel like I had anxiety because I was like, oh, my God. But we sat at um, a table that was like half outside, half indoor. So, mm. but, um, yeah, I just feel like I took that for granted, not being able to just make a reservation and just go somewhere and, you know, enjoy it and not have to worry if my server has COVID. Right. Or having to hope that there's an outdoor seat or yeah, something like that. Exactly. And yeah, also, like, um, even talking about food, like my grandma, like... Me and I used to go there like almost every Sunday, mm -hmm. like to get like her, her like Haitian dishes and stuff. And I feel like I really took that for granted, just like going over there and spending time with her because the other day I went over there and I couldn't hug her and I couldn't be on her. And my dad came to town and we had to like stay outside and she started crying. And I was just like, it just was so hurtful that you can't love on your family like how you normally would. Like even Charlie and them, I can't really 
Yeah. You know. I completely agree. It's really hard, especially for like my mom, um, because her mother was really, really, really sick um, right in the beginning of this. And Mm -hmm. because we don't live in the same country, she couldn't even go and see her mom or like, you know, anything. And even now, she would be on a flight. My mom would have been on the next flight. Yeah. But now, like, the borders to Belize still aren't even open. Mm. So it's like going these long stretches of time and, you know, and not being able to see the ones you love is really hard. But even when they do open, you don't want to bring them anything. No, you don't. So it's like having to really be, you know, separated from someone you love when in the hardest time for them. Right. Because our elderly are really suffering and, you know, nobody wants to be alone at this time. It's no. really scary. No, especially them, because I feel like the elderly, they're kind of done with their lives. So they rely on those phone calls and people visiting them. And yeah. Going to church and, and that especially going to church. Girl, you know? my grandma is the church lady of all church yes. ladies. Yes, so. mine too. And it's like, you'll it'll be like 20 years she hasn't missed a day. And now it's like, right. you know, Same. it is so sad. Ugh. I feel for them. But that also relates to mine, which is traveling. Mm -hmm. I was so used to being able to say, oh, I have two days off. Let's go here and do this. And you can't really do that anymore. If you're traveling, you have to go get a COVID test. You have to wear a mask the whole flight. And obviously, I'm not complaining because we want everyone to be safe. But it's so much more you have to do now than just book a flight and go. Right. I'm actually traveling um, this weekend. And where are you going, girl? Family needs to get a COVID test. I'm like, really? I don't want nobody scratching my brain. Yeah. Like, ugh. seriously. So, Where are you going? Kansas City. Nice. Yeah. That'll be fun. But um, you do have to take a test to go there. Um, not to go there, but just for family. For to be safe. Yeah. So we can all know like where we stand. And are you gonna have to quarantine when you come back? You know Illinois and uh, how they do. I don't think so. <laughs> I'll just retest. Try. I'll quarantine for a few days and then retest. Yeah, it's crazy. I haven't been on a plane since, and I'm not looking forward to it, to be honest. Oh, we're not getting on no plane, though. We're driving. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not not running to get on nobody's plane right now. I know. We'll wait till November. Yeah. And I think my dad had just traveled on a plane, and he was like, it was good because he paid a lot of money for his flight. And I think it's the cheap flights that are getting people. Yeah. Because, like, everybody's going on the cheap flights, but the ones that are a little bit more expensive, like you said, they're not as packed. So. Not only that, but um, if you fly first class, you can have your regular amenities. You can drink wine or whatever, but oh. with Coach, they don't even offer it. You can't have it. But I'm dead. So, yeah, you got to come correct if you want to fly. levels and- to this game. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm just looking for my husband who's going to be like, babe, we're going to fly private this week. Hello. Like, yes. On the company jet. <laughs> <laughs> Am I asking for too much? Right. <laughs> Anyways, we yeah. want to thank everyone for liking and commenting and subscribing yes. and sharing the podcast. Yes, the we appreciate you. The are booming <laughs> and, you know, we're having a lot of fun. It's not easy to put ourselves out there. So thank you for all of your support and writing your letters. Yes. If you guys want to connect with us more and see what we're up to, follow us on Instagram at You Think You Grown Podcast. Or you can um, write us on our um, You Think You Grown um, email at You Think You Grown at gmail.com. Yes. Send us your stories, your letters. Everything is confidential. So, yes. Just let us know what you're feeling. All right, guys. Have Thanks a good for one. tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye.